This is a preview from our angel story today. This is not the end. It's just the beginning. And anytime I tell people I've had breast cancer, the first thing out of their mouth is, I'm sorry. And I say, I'm not. I said, cancer was a blessing. I said, it has taught me so much about myself, about the universe, and just the miracles that can happen on a daily basis when you ask and you ask for help. Okay, friends. So the angels kept waking me up and showing me a large group of people who feel really stuck right now. They asked me to create a free three-day online conference. We've never done this before. Packed with energy healings, clearings, abundance activations, and teachings all channeled by the angels, all so that you can enter 2024 feeling renewed, connected, and aligned. Your angels are calling it Angel Fest 2024, and they promise this event is the shift and transformation you've been looking for. Plus, it's absolutely free. Everything will be recorded so you can tune in at your convenience. And here's an exciting bonus. We're offering free readings to five lucky registrants who leave a five-star positive review of this podcast. Don't miss this divine opportunity. Reserve your spot right now at theangelmedium.com backslash free. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And friends, today we have on a beautiful soul, Dawn, who's going to share about how a challenging journey, health journey for her really led her to so many signs, miracles, and blessings, and uh, and how it can for you as well. Dawn, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. I'm happy that you're here and your spirit is just glowing and you're glowing. Um, I'm going to have you take it away and share your first story. Okay. Awesome. So in January 18th of this year, 2023, I had a mammogram and it was negative. I got my results back and it was negative. Um, about a week later, I was at work at night, I'm a, a nurse and I was working the oncology unit, which I've never worked the oncology unit before. And I started to get an itch on my left breast. And I thought, oh, you know, it's a hair or there's something in there. And I just brushed it off. But in the back of my mind, I thought, I just had a negative mammogram and this is, could be a sign. But I was like, oh, it's negative. So I brushed it off. And about a week after that, itch returned and it was super intense. And so I went to the bathroom. I was at work again. I went to the bathroom. I looked in my shirt, make sure nothing was in there. And I started feeling around and I found a lump. So I work night shift. So normally I would just brush it off the next day because I'm tired. And I would be like, no, I'm not going to go to the doctor. Well, I woke up that next day and I called the doctor immediately. Got in the day after that. And she said, yes, let's send you for an ultrasound. So let's fast forward from January 18th, getting a negative mammogram result to March the 8th, getting my biopsy results of having 
breast cancer, aggressive ductal cell cancer. I have no um, family history really of breast cancer. I do not have the BRCA gene and this just popped out of nowhere. So I'm in my head and I'm in my thoughts and I'm feeling, what's going on? God, please answer me. Why, why is this happening to me? And I kept asking over and over, why is this happening to me? And finally, I heard a voice and it said, patience and compassion. And I said, okay, I'm, I know I'm not patient. I know I need to learn patience. And I said, this process is going to take a long time. I said, but compassion, I'm, I'm pretty compassionate with my patients. I'm compassionate with things I do. I said, but what, what, what more compassion do I need? And I was told I need to be more compassionate for myself and understanding of what was going on. So as I'm driving to an appointment and I'm in my car crying again, why is my hair going to fall out? Why is my hair going to fall out? And I'm like, God, you know, why is this going on? And so as I'm driving down a country road and I hear the word exoskeleton, I'm like, exoskeleton, that's such a weird word. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, well, all the shellfish, they release their shell and they grow bigger and better. And I said, oh, you're telling me exoskeleton because I'm going to come out of this bigger and better. So that gave me a lot of comfort and support. And I was able to get through it just thinking of those three words of patience, compassion, and exoskeleton. So on my journey of going through chemo and breast cancer, things would come up. And I, I would just pray and just pray and say, what am I supposed to do? And immediately answers come right to me on what I'm supposed to do. So I then started again asking why this was happening because I have no history. And it brought me back to when I was in nursing school and I used to carry my cell phone in my bra, which a lot of us girls did a lot of times, it's especially before the gym pants had the side pockets. So when I was in nursing school, I would listen to all my lectures. I would listen, talk on the phone all day long with my phone in my bra. And I think that spirit is guiding me to let other women know, do not put your phone in your bra. Do not yeah, don't leave it close to your skin because I feel like it can cause cancer. Disclaimer, I'm not <laughs> a professional in that area, so I don't know, but that's just my thought process on this. So I'm still in process of chemo. I'm taking oral chemo now. You know, I had to quit work for a while. And when I prayed to God and I was like, because... Money's a big deal. And I said, I can't, I can no longer physically work. And I was in my bed and I was really sick and I was crying. And I said, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And again, I heard the voice and it said, I will take care of you. And I just started crying uncontrollably because I heard it tell me, 
you are going to be taken care of, not to worry, just worry about yourself. So basically my breast cancer story, my journey. Um, but the most important thing is I want people to know, listen to your bodies, listen to what your body is telling you. Don't ignore that little voice in the back of your head. Don't, don't do that because it's, it's you telling you what you need to do for yourself. When going back to your point, like we don't know how so much works. Right. And I, I don't do believe in like looking at the science of everything. Um, but if somebody tried, if somebody said, how does the internet work? How does this work? How does this, I couldn't explain it. You know, like I have no idea. And just because I don't know, doesn't mean that there aren't other people who do, but I think that our generation right now, I don't like to go into conspiracy theories or this or that. It's just such a negative, low vibration. We're evolving as a collective humanity. And part of that is trial and error. I don't think it's like purposeful experimentation, but as we're growing and evolving, it's going to affect our biology in different ways. And so we just don't know what that looks like. And it'll be interesting 50 years from now, you know what they're saying about the time that we lived in right here and right now. But I just don't think it could hurt, right? To like not put your cell phone in your bra or even your pants pocket or just kind of keep it close to you. There, It can't hurt anything to do that. Right. We also don't want like anybody to just like attach to like, oh my God, I did that in the past. So this means I'm going to, no, 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 no. The angels no. are saying, don't attach to that. Don't worry about that. Um, I'm wondering if you have the answer though, to this Dawn, as a nurse yourself, I had um, what they called it a tumor because it was inside my ovary and growing back in the day. Why don't we do ultrasounds more frequently? Like, why are we squishing the boobies and doing these tests in this old medieval style fashion where very easily like squirt some gel on the thing and let's just do a little test here of the ultrasound. Wouldn't that find so much more? I think so, but I, I think it's more of insurance issues. They have to take. So you have to get the mammogram. You have to, you know, then do the ultrasound if they find something. But unfortunately, women in the 25 to 35, 40 age group are denied mammograms because of their age, which should not be. If they mm -hmm. find something, they should totally just be able to do the mammogram. It should just be. Uh, thing where you go in and even if you're 20 years old, you go into the gynecologist, we do our annual pap smear, which is, you know, unpleasant. You know, why don't we, why aren't we doing these things? And I, I say this because I suffered with this cyst inside my ovary growing and growing, um, multiple cysts for years. And I would go into different doctors and say, this is what I'm feeling. It is debilitating pain. And it wasn't until like probably the 10th doctor that I went to go see where he's like, let's just do an ultrasound and see what's going on up there. Um, but the ultrasound found it 
And thank God it did because then they were able to save the ovary, take it out. It just seems like a no-brainer, but you don't know what you don't know in this day and age. And if you don't know to demand an ultrasound, right? we just keep going and spinning the wheel and going back to the doctor over and over again. It's so frustrating. And thankfully, I have a doctor that I'm close to and she listened to me and she knew that I wouldn't be just coming in just because. And I I hope that for all the women that they can have those good doctors, but I know that's not the case. I I I just pray. I pray every day for people to understand especially people with cancer or people with any debilitating illness or disease, that this is not the end. It's just the beginning. And anytime I tell people I've had breast cancer, the first thing out of their mouth is, I'm sorry. And I say, I'm not. I said, cancer was a blessing. I said, it has taught me so much about myself, about the universe, and just the miracles that can happen on a daily basis when you ask and you ask for help. Want to hear your spirit team clearly? With 12 brand new courses, my 2024 Archangel membership will cumulatively teach you how to go beyond seeing signs to deciphering spirits' messages for you and open you to abundance in every area of your life. Become an annual paying Archangel member, and I'm giving you two live bonus courses with me and quarterly group mentorship meetings. Members are invited to live recordings of the podcast with some of our top guests. For tons of new perks and special annual discount, use code ANGEL2024. Space is limited. Enrollment is first come, first served. DM me at Angel Podcast with any questions, and you'll hear back personally from my associate, Yvonne, or I. The Angels want to make 2024 your best year yet. Join today only on my website, theangelmedium.com backslash angel membership. Thank you so much for supporting this show. Well, it's so interesting because we're almost made to fear certain things and we make it out to be this boogeyman like energy in our lives where it's so big and it's so scary. But what I love about your story is that um, and we recently had somebody on who went through divorce and it ended up making everything better for the entire family. I heard that story. Yes, there are so many just different things that we make mountains out of mohills and it doesn't have to be the end. It doesn't have to be the end of our story. It's the beginning of a completely new, better, what did you call it? Outer layer? Like the endocrine? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, exoskeleton. Exoskeleton. Yes. 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 That's amazing. So I know you have more to the story. I'm going to let you continue on with that. When we were, so after I had my mastectomy, my husband and I were outside and he was standing in the deck and I was helping, just supervising. And we were listening to your podcast 
And so you, you came on and you said, you know, if you think you want to be an angel member or you want to do Reiki, please join. And so in my head, I said, if I'm supposed to do this, let him say something. I wanted him, I wanted my husband to say it. So after we were done listening to your podcast, it goes off about an hour passes by. And all of a sudden he says, you should do that class. And I said, what? And he said, you should take that Reiki class. And I, tears immediately started rolling down my face because I was like, I asked this like an hour ago and I'm getting my answer already. And so it's, it's just really crazy. All the things that I've written in my book, in my journal, as I've gone on this journey, you know, I asked God, I said, if when I do chemo, I said, let me be the poster child of chemo. I really, I compared to some other people, I had it very easy. I asked, you know, to let me stay as healthy as I could through the chemo. And I don't know, Julie, I don't know how many times people came up to me and said how beautiful I was without hair or what, you know, just it, all these great things to me. And it's it's just been an amazing journey this whole time. That's incredible. It's really speaking to the power too of what we're able to tell ourselves within our own energy fields. And um, I had a friend once who lost her job and she goes, don't feel sorry for me. It's going to be okay. Within 15 days, I'm going to have two offers and it's going to be higher money, better vacation days than I ever had before. And sure enough, 15 days later, she had two offers, both higher salary, working from home some days, more vacation days than she'd ever had before. And I love how you told yourself with chemo, like, let me be the poster child for this. Like, let me have the easiest time for this because you did. Yes. I mean, there were some rough days. I'm not going to lie. There were some really rough days, but for the overall of this whole, since March until now, I, I thank God that I've had the experience that I've had Yeah, and, and the easiness of it all. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, so did you say that you're writing a book or you're just uh, taking notes in your journal because um, they like circled that and highlighted that when you talked about that? That's crazy. Cause I was wondering, and I even said to myself, if I did write a book, it would be cancer is a blessing. Mm, that has to be a book, Dawn, that's your book. I, you know, and I asked, I said, if I'm supposed to do this, let her say something about that. And wow. Yeah. You know what I'm seeing that you could pull together too, is just like how we do angel stories on the show. You could really pull together as well as your own memoir about this stories from other people who had that positive outlook. There are a lot of people who get really frustrated when we think too positively or they toxic positivity, but I have looked at this every different way. I have channeled for hundreds of hours with the angels on this, and we really don't have that many choices of how to go about this life. And the fact of the matter is, is that we're here, whether we like it or not, we are here in these bodies right now. And 
it's your right to have an identity. It's a right to have, you know, who you are and who you want to be. And it's your right to have hopes and dreams. And it's your right to exist in the way that you want to exist throughout this lifetime. And I don't think it does any of us any good when we attach to the negative, when we attach to the positive. And, and, you know, it's funny because I'm working on like the January 1st episode where we release like all the new messages for the year and spirits like tell everybody what's, what's the worst that can happen. Like if you just chose for one year only 2024, and if you're listening to this in 2026 or 2027, start it now. What's the worst that could happen if you said for the next 12 months, I am going to think as positively as possible. I'm not going to worry about anything negatively that I think, but when I catch it and I'm aware of it, I'm going to turn it around and make it a positive. I'm going to feel within my body every positive thing. I am going to expect miracles, expect blessings, expect opportunities. If you tried that for one month and just do an experiment for yourself, you can't lose anything. There's only stuff to gain. And through that, that's what the angels want 2024 to be because they want everyone to see that they are open to blessings and miracles and abundance in every area of your life. And it's not just for this person or that person. It's available for you right here, right now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I've been doing that. I've been turning out. And if a negative thought comes into my mind, I automatically am overturning it and saying, okay, let's think of something else. And I've and just been doing that. And within doing that, I have been connected to myself better. I'm connecting to other people better with dreams. Just even today, last night I had a dream about a coworker and in my dream, she was very, very, very upset. And just first thing I did was I texted her this morning. I said, are you okay? Is everything okay? And everything wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. She needed to talk to somebody. Yeah. And I've just been getting more messages that way as well. And just listening. That's basically all I'm doing is listening to what I need to do. That's amazing. That's amazing. And you're getting those words, but those one words here, there, patience, compassion, exoskeleton, they're carrying with it just an abundance of other information through the energy of that one thing. And to your point, it's okay to have days where we're not okay. I've had so many of those days this year. But when you come upon that time, we have to really ask for that guidance and allow that information to come through because they are guiding us. They are leading us. And I think that that's a great word, exoskeleton, right? Because it comes back harder and stronger and bigger and better. Yes. Yes, That's (laughs) incredible. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. I loved it. Uh, and I tell people that, and a lot of people don't even know what an exoskeleton is. Yeah. And I was like, that's the, that's the craziest part about it because it's not a common word you use. No, I don't really even know much about it. Like do humans have an exoskeleton? No, we don't. 
Oh, okay. So is like, is it like a shell on a turtle? Well, so it's more like a crab shell. You know how they release their shell and then they have a soft shell. Okay. And then they grow into the harder, bigger shell. That's, that's what an exoskeleton is. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's, um, Spirit's saying to say one more thing here. Uh, I read recently, I think it's Travis Kelsey who said this, that a coach when he was younger told him that he was being a drain. And, um, this has really resonated with me this year and it's in accordance with what we're talking about that everything in life, whether it's a TV show that we're watching or something that we're listening to, or something that we're reading or a friend that we're interacting with, everything is either a drain or a fountain. And when we think those negative thoughts, we're just draining ourselves on our own energy and we're bringing being a drain to ourselves. Of course, there's times that we need to support ourselves and be there for ourselves and get through those hard days. But just in our thinking in general, when we really could be a fountain for ourselves, building that exoskeleton up. Pouring our energy out and helping others, because I feel like if others see me in a, in a light and, you know, and see my energy, it's going to rub off onto them. And it may not, it it sometimes it upsets people, but that's okay. (laughs) You know what? That's okay. Things sometimes need longer to marinate in some folks and they might look at your journey, Dawn, six months later, a year, five years later, maybe something comes up 10 years in the future and they remember the courage that you had and the bravery that you had and the positivity that you had. And it really gives them the hope in the future to deal with the challenges that they're in at that time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And one more thing about in in my story. And in the beginning, you know, my husband, you don't know, but my husband retired from the military. So he he was just, you know, he had a kind of a little job whenever this started, well, before this started. And in January, I had a very intense feeling. I said, I need you to find a different job. And he's like, why? And I said, I just need you to find a different job. And God provided again, he sent him a job and we were able to get me on the insurance two days before I was diagnosed with cancer. So then we were able to have double insurance through this whole thing or else we would be flat broke. What does double insurance do? I'm not aware of this. So we got insurance from his first, from this job. And then he had TRICARE, the deductible on the first insurance TRICARE picked up. So all that money that we should have been paying out where it was actually covered by our secondary insurance. And so we ended up, have ended up only paying like a thousand dollars total for this whole journey. Wow. And I know that I know it was God. I know it's just sending all this stuff my, our way and just giving me those signs and signals to push, you know, where I need to push and to hold back where I need to hold back. Sometimes people can overcomplicate this where they worry about every little thing. Like, is it a message? Isn't it? And the angels are saying to let people know that when it's a message, it's on full blast. Like you can't miss it because they're not going to 
dim the frequency of the signal they're sending you until you've received it. It is our job to be aware of what's flowing through our mind, what's flowing through our energy, so that when we get those really loud, clear signals, Mm -hmm. your husband needs to get another job, you need that secondary insurance, that we listen. And I also, as I've worked with thousands of people throughout the years, there are certain people who go, yep, God, got it. I'm taking action. I'm moving forward on this. And then there's a lot of people who are my why people. And I love these folks to death. And they're always asking why. Okay, but why? And what I need you to know if you're a why person listening right now is that you have to let go of the why. You don't need to know the why. You're not going to know the why until it comes. But if you aren't doing things and listening to those bigger signals now, when you're in the future and you needed to have done them, everything is not lined up in a domino effect. I think so often, and this is the angels, uh, Archangel Michael is showing me this vision of like those uh, professional domino players that line them up and just create these magnificent designs with dominoes. You're like, okay, I'm getting this sign. I'm seeing this angel number. I'm here to do this. And throughout the year, we're lining up these dominoes, right? Also that when we get to one little point in the future, the angels and the divine can press the dominoes and all of the little things that you've done along the way, you just start to unfold for you. And that's where you see the miracle show up. That's where you see the blessing show up because you took all of those micro steps of faith along the way and acted upon them so that it could cascade for you in the right way. That's so good to hear because sometimes I tell my husband stuff and he's like, what are we doing now? And I'm just, trust me, trust me. And you mentioned Michael and in my journey, I woke up one morning and it was a Sunday morning. I, I told my husband, I said, I have to get Archangel Michael pendant. He said, why? And I said, I don't know, but I have to. And I didn't stop that morning until I found the right one. And I haven't taken this off except for to have my surgery because I just, I felt like he, he was using a sword. I envisioned him in my little cancer spot with his sword. And every time I'd get chemo, he would just be killing the cancer cells with his sword. And it's just, it's really been a blessing. This whole journey has been a blessing. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, Dawn, I love your stories so much. You are just such a a beacon of hope. And you're, Dawn, your spirit team is all around. And they are just showing me that you are here to write that book and to share these stories and to really change the stigma of cancer on a larger scale. And so I feel like there's still a bit more time of you healing yourself, but I want to encourage anybody who's listening to the show right now, who's like, 
oh my goodness, I wish I could connect with Dawn um, to email in and ask to be connected over to Dawn and we'll try and set that up. If you have stories too about going through a health challenge and it being a blessing in your life, I want to connect you over to Dawn too so that maybe you could collect those stories and um, share them with the world. That would be amazing. Yay. Awesome. Friends, I love you so much. If you have a story to share on the podcast, know that it is so meaningful. It spreads so much hope, so much love, so much faith. And we'd love, love, love to have you on the show. You can share your angel stories over at theangelmedium.com using the contact form. Or also there's a submit your angel story button. Thank you for being here, Dawn. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to told my story. I'm, it's a blessing. Friends, let's end today's episode with a prayer. Dear God, as we stand here at the threshold of a new year, we come to you humble in gratitude and hopeful in our hearts. We ask you to bless this world and every person in it with your endless love and abundance. We call upon your angels to extend their wings over every soul. May they touch every life, bringing healing where there is pain, strength where there is weakness, and infinite abundance in every area of every life. In this time of global reflection and anticipation, we pray earnestly for peace, peace within our own hearts, peace within our homes, peace across every land. Let hope rise and let love prevail, binding us in our shared humanity and interconnectedness. We ask for special care and protection for the children of our world. May they grow in a nurturing environment, shielded from harm and surrounded by care. Their laughter and their dreams are the seeds of a promising future. And we ask that each are blessed with every opportunity to thrive. God, guide us to be creators of our own harmonious world. Help us to become beacons of your energy and spread your love now and always. As we step into this next chapter of our lives, empower us to live in alignment with our soul, find joy in each moment, and embrace the beauty of life's journey. May we each walk in confidence and faith, knowing that with your divine guidance, anything is possible. May our hearts overflow with gratitude and our minds be filled with positive, loving thoughts. In this spirit of optimism and renewal, we step boldly into our future, ready to create, love, and thrive. In this we pray, amen. Friends, if you'd like to support this podcast, book a session with me or join my Angel Reiki School, where I'll help you develop all of your unique spiritual gifts and use them to serve. Visit theangelmedium.com or use the link in the show notes to book a discovery call with me personally. Thank you for being here. I love you.